Okay guys, it's Game of Thrones time. This is Tower of Babel, the Game of Thrones breakdown. We're talking about Season 3, Episode 9, The Reigns of Castamir. If you've never listened to us before, we talk about this show mainly as a show. I've only watched the show. Dan's read all the books twice, I think, right, Dan? Yeah. And uh, again, so I'm Julian. I'm Dan. And uh, we're going to talk about, again, like I said, Reigns of Castamir, which is the ninth episode, the biggest episode usually of each season, and this one uh, lived up to that. Yeah, in no a different. Big way. Dan texted me on Sunday night when I was working, and I wasn't able to watch it live, saying, "As I asked me how it was, I asked him how it was, and he said uh, it was meh." So I, was like, oh, I was, I was, I was not excited at first to to watch it. I was like, "Well, whatever, I'll just watch it whenever then." And uh, well, he's a bastard, <laughs> so because it was much better than meh. Um, yeah. So. We'll uh, we'll start by saying like by, by talking about the major stuff that happened this week, and then we'll talk about whatever else happened later in the episode. Um, so spoilers, obviously, for everything through this episode. Uh, nothing from the book um, as far as what's coming. Yeah. Um, Rob's dead. <laughs> yeah. There we go. Um, and Catelyn as well. Yeah. And, and Grey Wind. Yeah. Well, and actually, I don't remember who Grey Wind was, but I know... That's he... his direwolf. Okay, yeah. Oh, no, I thought you were talking about, like, one of the... Some of the older, like, the Starks that were with him. Some of the... No, and then, yeah, that's the other thing. Like, they didn't really show it too well in the show. They just showed them killing a couple of the Stark uh, <clears throat> soldiers. But, yeah, they, like, decimated the army. Yeah, that, that... Okay, so they killed... It's the not enti- exact... Yeah, it's not really yeah. clear, like, what's happening. But, yeah, it's a huge uh, blow to the Northern Army. Well... There, like, there's, yeah, there is there is none there is none anymore I assume pretty much yeah. <laughs> um so what I want to ask you right off the bat is that is there a certain um what happened here it was at a wedding right yeah so because of that is there a certain um like did they break some rules oh they I'm broke a lot it. of rules okay um a big thing in in Westeros. <clears throat> by all the go- laws of gods and men that there's a scene at the beginning where they were passing around a bowl of like salt and bread mm-hmm. and like i guess it, it hasn't been made clear in the show what that is but if if uh say i invite you into my house and i let i let you partake of my salt and bread and my food you, it's called the laws of hospitality you're like i i'm not allowed to do what they did i'm not allowed to kill you you know invite you in and make you feel comfortable in my house and then kill you so like <clears throat> Not only was it just a shady move, they broke a lot of laws, like, and it's it's that's really looked down upon. Okay, so so is that obviously there's not there's there's little that anyone can do as as far as like, um, it's payback. But is that something that will be like remembered? That's something that's like not going to just go away. That this that that this. That well, they I mean, did like, this do, in this do way. you want me to do? You want me to talk about it? That kind of stuff. Like, yeah, this is a big deal. It's going to be a big deal. Everybody will talk about the red wedding. That's what it's called. If you weren't familiar with the term, okay. I didn't. I didn't. I wasn't familiar with that term. Okay, so I, the, yeah, this event is called the Red Wedding. It is a big deal. It's unprecedented because it was so shady and under like it, there's. It was very dishonorable the way they did it. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just. It wasn't just taking revenge for you know Rob not marrying one of the Frey girls. It was lying and cheating and backstabbing. Sounds very um, Lannister esque. Yeah, in well, a lot of I ways. Mean, guess the job done, right? Well, yeah, sure. <laughs> I guess. No, the way you have to think about this, like, because it's not just Rob and Cat, but their army that's destroyed, 
in terms of the War of Five Kings, that's what season two and the beginning, most of the season were about. Like, it's over. War, <clears throat> it's basically over. It's just the Lannisters and uh, the Ironborn that are left. Yeah. Well, I mean, and, the- and Stannis technically is around, but he's, his army's also been pretty messed up. So, like, he doesn't have a lot going on. Mm-hmm. Speaking of, um, of Stannis, I can't help but feel like that whole... Um, uh, scene with the, the leeches mm-hmm. had some, have some way of you think it had something to do with I, it i think it did i think I, there was something there was something there obviously you're you're expected to i think in a certain way to tie that together and yeah probably you probably are. rightly so um, i mean like stannis yeah it, it's hard to say because this is this is obviously a plan the lannisters and the boltons and the phrase did like concocted together so like that happened before he he burnt those leeches how much does the the religious uh, part of the show, you know, influence exactly. what happened? It's, it's like it's... how much was destiny and how much was changed by if that yeah. if not if at all. Um, I guess the only way to to know would be if something happens to. Uh, so what were the other two names? It was Joffrey and Joffrey um, and Balin Greyjoy, the King okay. of the Ironborn. So we will see what happens with that then. I suppose from Stannis's perspective, that that leech did work though, because you know he had nothing to do with that. He just burnt a leech, and now Rob's gone. Yeah. So he, he looks at that and says, "Well, now there must that must mean something." <laughs> so um, another thing I noticed. Or this is like just a side note. When they were looking at the um, um, the map right at the beginning, when it was Rob and uh, yeah. and Catelyn. Yeah. There is that one like they have all the figures like the wolves and the lions, the wolves, lions, the, the towers, and the towers. And there's that one, the X one. That's the Boltons. Okay. <clears throat> the Boltons are like Roose Bolton's the one who betrayed him and stabbed him in the end. Their sigil is a flayed man, so it's a. I guess they made him upside down for the show, whatever. So it's a dude on that X, and he's been skinned alive. Okay, so, I was wondering what that meant. I thought that so, if that had something to do with what was going on with um, uh, what's his name. The tortured one. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, it might. Who knows? Could, it, it, the X does have a certain. Um, you know, Theon's in the north somewhere, and he has kind of been skinned, and he is kind of on one of those X's. Yeah, that's true. So that's why it made me think of that, and yeah, it did show it for a reason. But I guess they never really talked about that. Um, it's also because, like, I mean, with the shows, a lot of people have a hard time keeping track of all the characters. Like, if I were to say the name Roose Bolton to you a couple episodes ago, you'd like it would be like a familiar name, but I don't know if you'd be able to put a face to it or not. Like, maybe you would, and some other well, people couldn't. A couple episodes, he was he was pretty involved. He's he become more whole... prevalent this yeah. season for good reason. But <clears throat> showing that, I guess, gets people thinking, and you know, it'll help them figure out who that person is and why he's so important in the Stark army. Yeah. Okay. Well, that makes sense. Um... As far as repercussions of this event, which, by the way, uh, the whole thing we actually talked about, like the whole the actual scene itself. It was j- it was so well done. Like, yeah, for, oh, it was perfect. Um, like, it was it was very close to the books too, which yeah. I liked. But yeah, they, like you you could kind of feel like something was going to happen. Like you 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 didn't fully trust what was going on. There was too many like smiles. A, yeah, it was still a wedding. It was still a happy. <laughs> event and everything excuse yeah. me but uh you could tell like when the doors closed and the music changed Catelyn was just like suspicious and like scared but she didn't even know why yeah you know yeah. Like, she just felt bad about it and oh like it, like i don't i don't know a lot of uh show watchers may not have picked it up that when the music changed that she looked up they were playing the reigns of castamere that song that uh, cersei was telling Marjorie oh. about in the last episode 
I didn't, but that's cool. So like that's the song that they played, and that's a Lannister song about the Lannisters completely wiping out a different house. Mm-hmm. So why would you be playing that at this wedding? You know, mm-hmm. that makes that's sense. Why she, that's why she looked up there when they changed the music. <laughs> I I think about the uh, like the logistics of that. So okay, they're like, they're pl- like a week before they're planning. Okay, when I close the door, <laughs> you're gonna start playing this song. Yeah, it's okay. very very well orchestrated. <laughs> <laughs> um, so even even the musicians were in on the uh, on on the act. Oh, everybody was. Even uh, the wife, Rosalyn. It was her wedding day, and like in the show, it, it, they didn't do this. In the books, she's like crying the whole time, and Catelyn's like like can't figure it out because Rosalyn's actually happy and Edmure's happy, and like it could have been perfect yeah but Catelyn's just like oh she's probably crying you know it's her wedding night and it's mm-hmm. a scary time for a girl whatever but it's another so, reason that she's suspicious do we know that so is Edmure killed or they just have him as like a prisoner now I don't know essentially I don't we don't know, know. okay it's not enough. clear they go off and do the betting thing so they're out of there they aren't part of the red wedding like they aren't victims of that but yeah like he is still there and like obviously he's not gonna be okay with what happened mm-hmm. so yeah no that's it really is, there's so many like okay so do we know like so the blackfish was killed and no. all the, like no, no? well because the blackfish well it's again unclear because he left the the wedding he went to go find a tree to piss on he said and uh, then he wasn't in the room when it all happened so he could have been outside and been killed i or forgot about i forgot about that i do remember him saying that but i don't <clears throat> so yeah he, he wasn't there for that who so who do we know was killed so we know rob was killed. in terms of main Catelyn characters rob killed. and catlin okay um and, so, and then, like, and, a bunch of Rob's Bannermen that were in the room. Okay. Um, and Grey Wind, which sucks. Yeah, well, that does suck. Especially in, like, such a shitty way. Mm-hmm. Just, yeah. Well, I mean, they all got killed in a shitty way. But, yeah. Um, it, it, <laughs> that whole, like, so close, but yet so far, like... For Arya? Arya was, yeah, she was there. Oh, it's heartbreaking. Saw, yeah. And then, I guess, the Mountain, who's becoming such, like, a much more interesting character. Or the Hound, sorry. Yeah, uh, is becoming much more of an interesting character. Obviously, has some sort of honor to him in some. Well, I mean, shades of gray. So I wouldn't yeah. call it honor, but he's not as bad a guy as he as we've been led to believe, or that he makes himself out to be. Yeah, that too. Yeah, um, but yeah, so he, he knocks Arya out, takes her away. Um, who I don't know what like I can't honestly think of what they like his plan would be now. He has no one to sell her to, um, so I'm not sure. Is he just trying? Is he protecting her for what reason? He could have taken off at any time, right? Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> it, it, it's, it's not. It's not like they like each other either. It's not like he's he's doing it because he cares about her. Yeah, right? isn't she on it? Is he on her list? Very hate hate relationship. <laughs> he's on her. He's on her like kill list, isn't yeah. she? Yeah, she says in that episode that she's gonna kill him. Like one yeah. day she'll put a sword through his eye. Okay. Yeah. Um, all right. The other then. thing I want I'll, I'll just mention in the books, like when you read, because it's all POV chapters, right? Mm-hmm. So you never get a POV chapter with Rob. It's all told from Catelyn's perspective. Oh. The, the entire series. But so that that chapter is obviously from Catelyn's perspective, and the one directly following it is an Arya chapter, and it's her trying to get there, and shit's going down, whatever. And then at the end of the chapter, it leads you to believe that she's killed as well. And, like, she's out of the book for a long time. So, like, you think this is, like, a boom, 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 like, three big ones. Okay. So, but we know they didn't do that here, obviously. No, they for... didn't. The hound just knocked her out and took her away. Okay. In the books, he rides her down, and it says that his axe blow hits her in the back of the head. So, you're like, holy Christ. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's a interesting way of 
You disc- <laughs> God damn it, George R. R. Martin! You <laughs> you sly son of a bitch! You. He said like he did say like I mean this book's been out for a long time. He said he had a really really hard time writing it. This was the, like the hardest thing for him to write. But he's one of those guys that he said he just has to tell the story. The story flows through him or whatever. So he's telling <laughs> the story and it has to be this way for everything to work out in the end. But it was heartbreaking for him to write it at that time. Okay, so now I want to. Okay, so this is the first episode, uh, as far as I know, that didn't touch on anything that happened in King's Landing. Um, and uh, I got I mean, s- to. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, <clears throat> and didn't have uh, Tyrion in it for the first time, I think, also, mm-hmm. which they know is their favorite, like everyone's favorite character. Yeah, but it um, made sense because you needed to focus on these things. This yeah. Episode. Although at the same time, did we really need uh, more Sam? And no, that, that that one Sam scene. <laughs> time, they pretty much like he mentions that they're not going to Castle Black; that they're going to the Night Fort instead, which is the oldest castle on the wall. Okay. And it has the secret door that he's read about the the Black Gate, or whatever. So I think that's what it's called. So that's the way it's called the Black Gate. <laughs> yeah. I, I, <laughs> You would think, think the Black Gate would be at Castle Black, would, would it be? Well, no, it's the Black, like, like the Men of the Night's Watch, they take the yeah, Black. Like. Yeah, <clears throat> But, um, yeah, so the, he says, he mentions where they're going, and they get to the wall, and Gilly thinks he's amazing because he can read, and that's that's all that scene is. Yeah. Also, but again, like, those scenes have to be peppered in just so you don't forget about the characters, and just so it seems like their journey is taking a long time. Like he, Otherwise, well, it'd be like one episode, he fights the White, the next episode, they're at the wall already. Yeah, I guess. At the same time, it's also... I can understand it because if you can't, if you spent so much time, let's say, okay, like the last two uh, episodes, like last season's episode nine concentrated just on what was happening at King's Landing, right? Yeah, Blackwater. And Blackwater. So if you had done that and they were only at the twins and they never left and they only maybe ever talked about Arya, like went to Arya once, who's also going to the twins. Yeah. You'd be like very suspicious. I feel as a, as a show watcher, yeah. you'd be yeah, like, yeah. "Well, this this doesn't make sense." You would know Why that we... something big yeah. is happening at the twins. Exactly, that's a good point. Um, <clears throat> and then, so what else happened? We had um, the um, other big part of the episode was uh, the John Brand storyline. I'd oh, say yeah, exactly. more so John. Like for me, this episode was like these stories converging. So there's the Rob Cat story converging with Arya's story. Like they almost well, met up. Almost, it's yeah, both then, both situations. Yeah, they almost met up. Bran and Rickon almost met up with John. Like they were in the same place. They just well, missed each other. Yeah. Well, he knew. He saw him, which is well, yeah. thought, saw him through the wolf's and, eyes. And John saw the wolves, and he he had a, like a little confused look on his face when he saw the wolves because he obviously recognized them, but he couldn't you know stay to catch up. He had to get out of there. <clears throat> but yeah, so John <clears throat> finally leaves the wildlings and proves that he's still a man of the night's watch because he won't kill an innocent man. I loved when he killed. Um, uh, who's that? Who's Orel. That guy? Orel. Yeah. And he's like, you were right the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> Which I think is hilarious. Um, but it was interesting to hear him say that because the whole time you weren't even sure if you, which side of the thing. Yeah, was well, on. I mean, you could tell that John has been conflicted this whole time, but in the end, he he still like he wouldn't kill that guy, and he made the right decision. Oh yeah, when he, they were running through that through that field, that he hit the rock. Or yeah, to warn sword. the horses, I mm-hmm. guess. At, like, whatever. That's kind of, I think that's I know. Cool. I know what they were trying to get at with that. Yeah, it was pretty obvious, and it worked. But, I think. Um, hmm. So, did <laughs> did um. Did he knock out? Okay, by he, I can't ha- names. There's so many fucking names, but whatever. <laughs> um, oh, who's the the big oaf guy? Hodor. Hodor. So did he get knocked out or killed? <laughs> oh no no no! He was just put to sleep. Oh, okay okay. Bram also, put him to okay. sleep. That was <clears throat> that. I wasn't sure about. Everyone was like freaked out when it happened, so I wasn't. No sure no. He what. he didn't kill him. He just yeah. He just put him to sleep. 
um, but that like that's never been done before by anybody. Like they, so they talk about skin changes in the show. They call them wargs. I believe the term warg is for only for someone who can skin change into a like their wolf, like or else a skin changer with that eagle, right? Yeah, yeah. And like there's plenty of different skin changes. I'm pretty sure the wargs are only when it's with a wolf, but in the show they're just condensing it to that, which is fine. But they're called skin changers, so nobody's ever been able to skin change into another person like that. That's crazy. Speak if you could do that with anyone. Well, I mean, it, it takes limits, a while. Like, like he, he didn't really control that. He didn't consciously try to do that. It just hit him. I know. I get that. But at the same time, he also consciously was able to do it with the wolves. Yeah, like later. he's been practicing with Summer, so he's becoming more familiar with just you know any time going into Summer's body. Okay, so that's in- okay. That's that makes sense. But at the same time, if he could do it with Hodor the one time, if he can practice and learn, mm-hmm. then that ability is like that's unprecedented. That, yeah, that, it, it, you could do almost anything with that that ability you know you could be you wouldn't have to worry you could just be the king of everything and it wouldn't be, everything would be fine but well, I, mean, at the same I mean that's time, not really also... his uh goal but no i know i know what you mean <clears throat> but that power is so like immense in just mm-hmm. in scope it's like you think about what you could do with it it's there's almost nothing you couldn't do with it you know what i mean yeah um but we all know that <laughs> how the uh, the starks end up with their with their you know honor <laughs> and all that stuff so who knows what will happen with that? Probably nothing good. So whatever. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna be sad for the rest of the day. <laughs> yeah. No. That's that's. I, gonna be like that for a while. I I watched. I finished watching the episode, which had a silent credits, which I thought was. Um, yeah, that was what, very well mm-hmm. done. That just like let it all sink in and let you just like stare at the screen with an open mouth for yeah. to the credit scene. And I was like, ah, oh. and I had a headache immediately after. I was like, I don't <laughs> like I couldn't process it or something. And then so I was like, they spent the rest of the night watching like comedy television shows yeah. so that I could like be in a better mood. And just mood. not laughing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just like watching it with like a stone face. No, I watched the first two episodes of Community so you'll be happy about that. You just started Community now? Yeah, and I'd also started, I also watched yeah. the first couple episodes of um, Arrested Development. Awesome. Yeah, which are also awesome. hilarious. Both, both two of my favorite comedies. Both hilarious. I've um, watched all seasons of each show like multiple times. <laughs> I don't want to. We don't. We shouldn't start. This isn't the place yeah, to talk okay, about yeah, that. Yeah. The but, place to talk about that would be our other podcast, the game, the Tower of Babel podcast, which you can find on iTunes and Stitcher. Um, Boom! Nice promo. <laughs> just a just a little plug. Yeah, get it in there. Um, so we also went across the narrow sea. Wait, wait, wait! No, no. There's more that happened there. Oh, wait, okay. No, you're right. Okay, what else happened? <clears throat> like, yeah. Well, okay. So John leaves. So he's conceivably he's going to Castle Black to warn the Night's Watch about these wildlings. They also killed a bunch of them, so like they don't have a lot of people on this side of the wall. Yeah, the wildlings. As far but, as like, I can tell, they don't tell... need a lot. They just need to kind of open the gates for the, the larger army, right? Yeah. Well, a lot of them were killed in this. Uh, yeah, it, it, uh, it, yeah, they made it seem like a lot were killed, and only Tormund and Egret are left. I don't think that's the case because also when they climbed the wall at the end of that episode, episode six, I believe. Yeah. They get to the top, and it seems like it's just Tormund. Orel, John, and Egret, like just the four of them that made it. Yeah, but the next then, scene, the next episode, yeah. there's a bunch of guys. So like, you just assume that like not all the wildlings made it there, and like, so there's gonna be a. They have some reinforcements, anyways. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but either way, it's a small force. It's it's, you know, yeah. This, this isn't the army to take down the Night's Watch. This is the army to open the gate to let the the rest their large army in. Yeah. Okay. So you have. So you have John who got away on a horse. Obviously, yeah. heading to probably to Castle Black. If you had to, if you're yeah, gonna he, guess. Um, and Egret's pissed. Yeah, well, I don't know. He left she her for some reason. He, yeah. yeah. She she was like, she's betrayed, but like angry. She wasn't just like hurt or confused. She was angry. 
Well, she well you don't know. She that. was all those things, but that, that's what I got from her, her <laughs> yeah, expression, she, anyways. That, I think she was more disappointed. It was like a look of not more disappointed, but like of like disappointment because she's been trying to convince him that like yeah, you know, and not like, to do that. <clears throat> and it's true because then Orel was right the whole time, and like that's got to be frustrating for her too. Like she, she yeah. defended him at every turn, and then he betrayed her like that. And just yeah, that's true. But at the same time, Orel's dead, so fuck yeah. that guy. <laughs> oh, and the eagle messed up John's face. Yeah, well, I thought he lost an eye or something, but I guess no, that... he just got scratched up. That, that that was supposed to happen way earlier, but like, it, it I... it's cool the way they did. Um, the other thing that happened though is uh, Bran and Rickon split up. Yes, so Asha gr- takes great. Rickon. <laughs> Sorry, you said great. Now we get yeah. more. <laughs> I guess I probably won't see. We probably won't see Rickon for a while. I've had to guess. Yeah, had to guess. Asha. I, I guess was that. But yeah. the whole thing is that Bran now feels like he has to go north of the wall to God knows where. He doesn't know where he's going. He's just going north of the wall, which we all know is a dangerous place, yeah. to find this three-eyed raven, which has been in his dreams. And, like, yeah, his powers are expanding and whatever. But he, neither he nor Jojen nor anybody else know what that really means. He's just going. And, like, but, I mean, I, I get it, like, follow your dreams or whatever, but that's seems a very like a good literal translation. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that, like... At some point that they could literally, I'm sure later on, say, you know, this whole north going north of the wall thing, yeah, it seemed like a good idea at the time, but uh, nope. Sure. <laughs> well, I obviously don't know, but that just seems like that's what's going to come. Well, I mean, there's nothing good up there. There's there's no happiness up there. There's so, no paradise no. up there. <clears throat> so, I mean, whatever, but that's what they're doing. So they're on their own thing, and then Asha's taking Rickon to the Umbers in Last Hearth. So, Which is who, one of the Stark Bannermen, one of the Stark allies. They've always been allies with the Starks, and uh, you believe you can trust them. Okay, so do we the Umbers, have we ever heard about them before? Or are they yeah, just, well, I mean, the, in episode or in season one, rather, when Rob is first forming his army, mm-hmm. and there's that big guy with the beard that like kept calling him boy, and then Grey Wind bit off his fingers when he pulled the, his yeah. dagger. That's uh, Great John Umber. He's the leader of the Umbers. Oh, okay. They call him the Great John just because he's a big guy, and then his son is called the Small John, but he's also a big guy. He's just a little <laughs> bit small. Oh, that's, that's when you call like a really fat guy, like uh, like, like little tiny. John, like little John from Robin Hood, kind of dude. Oh, uh, okay. <clears throat> but okay. yeah, so that's the Great John Umber. That's his house. Their sigil is like a giant because I guess they have giant's blood or something like that. Like they're all big guys like that. Like that's cool. Okay, so you have. Okay, that makes sense. Um, it was cool that they they like almost met up. There's a lot. There's those like you said, those two other stories almost met up. They never none no actual story met up at all. Yeah, that's why. Like we said earlier, it's so we, heartbreaking for Arya. Like it's it's not the first time that she's you know thought that she was close and then had it all taken away from her and, and everything. Yeah. And then it's the same, not quite the same with, with uh, John and Bran, but like they still were very close and could not actually, you know, have any sort of reunion or talk to each other in any way. It's really, so that really kind of puts home like what um, Catelyn must be like at that, at that moment, she thinks that both Rickon and Bran are dead. Yep. Arya's dead. Yep. And, um, sounds as a uh, prisoner of the Lannisters. Yeah. So at that point, she, this is her like last, like, yeah, that's why she goes crazy. Yeah. And she's like, I don't care anymore. I'm just going to like, and it just slits her throat. Yeah. And it's, you know, whatever. Yeah. No, Catelyn was like at the end of her rope there for sure. Yeah. And then 
yeah then john's just like resigns to death but but can we just talk about that um when the like the murdering started for a second at the red wedding yeah the the stabbing in the stomach was oh man that was unnecessary that's the other thing they made this chick pregnant just to make it that much more (laughs) devastating in the books in the books it's a completely different character she's not from volantis she's this mm -hmm. girl that rob meets in the westerlands and they never say that she's pregnant or anything like they just did that to to hurt people (laughs) (laughs) it's it's just so brutal it is yeah she just gets stabbed in the stomach like like eight times just oh okay not good so let's move on a little bit from uh what's going on in westeros let's go across the narrow sea to what's going on in yunkai with danny Mm -hmm. so they establish a plan to sack yunkai by sending in jorah and dario and gray worm right to open the gate to let the whole army in correct yeah okay so this is where it gets like slightly confusing because you see them sneak in or whatever, right? And they kill those like eight guys like really brutally. And that was pretty badass. It was, it was pretty just, cool. Like they, they just, were like, sick yeah. with that spear. He just like took them. They just took them out. That was cool. And then all of a sudden there's like way more. Yeah. Right? Like an so, unreasonable amount of guys. <laughs> yeah. So you get, I got the impression, I guess that they intended to give me that impression that they didn't succeed, that they probably got captured or whatever. Cause the next time you go or to that, them, or that Dario really did portray them or something like yeah, that. Yeah. Or right? something like that. But they, you they go, they come back and it sets up that she's waiting for the city to be sacked as if mm-hmm. they already opened the gate, which they yeah. never even told us they did. So it's that, that, that was confusing to me. Cause I assumed that was they confusing. were, it was, it was a weird scene. Okay, but either way, he's like... The, the other thing else that I thought was weird about it is it was Dario's plan, and it is, it's like, you know, sneaking in the back door. It's a very dishonest and dishonorable plan, you know? Mm-hmm. It's not purely laying siege to the city. But <clears throat> Jorah was obviously suspicious of him, not for that reason, just because he's a newcomer. But Sir Barristan, the honorable man, just said nothing. Like, he, he would... Like, I think he said, like... I don't know, he said something about sieging the city, but he didn't, like, really fight that plan you yeah know, he's like letting her do it the dishonorable way which i thought was odd especially coming coming from someone like uh sir barristan <clears throat> who is so uh, he has that honor that he yeah. he threw off his his cloak and whatever yeah. in the first season um it's <laughs> danny is like comes you see jorah come in and then he's like like but but what about dario <laughs> yeah and which so you can tell yeah. that like i mean his like overly flirtatious manner is actually kind of working on her i guess yeah so like you could tell that she was concerned for him specifically, not just for like the army or or how her her battle went. She was concerned about that specific person. And Jorah didn't say anything, but he looked pretty hurt too because he's always you he's know, been yeah he's been guy. there the whole time, yeah. and he's has he was, this kind of weird relationship with Daenerys where like maybe he does like love her in that sense, and maybe it's like a father daughter thing, and you don't really know. Friend zone, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Once you get in, you can't get out. Yeah. Um, so. So, but that's pretty much everything that happened. Yeah, there. I mean, no, not much. Um, okay, so the only <clears> stuff we really care about, and honestly, for me, was the red wedding stuff, like you said, it was <laughs> called, and the stuff that was happening in the gift, um, yeah, with uh, with John Brand and Brad. Like that's that's the, the meat of this episode. But like, the red wedding, I feel like overshadowed a lot of that. So like, like for a lot of people, like after your first, uh, the first time watching it, you might that's obviously what you're going to remember the most. Mm-hmm. That's going to stick out. But, like, those are all Danny taking Yunkai, John leaving the Wildlings, Bran discovering that new ability, Bran and Rickon splitting up. Those are all huge plot points as well. 
So next episode, we're going to deal with the fallout from all those things. Okay, that makes... I, I'd hope so. Well, you it doesn't to, you touch on to. it. <laughs> like, next episode doesn't have to be doesn't have to do anything really except just talk about what happened this episode, <laughs> and it'll still um, be a great episode. You know? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> same time, I was like, it's hard to it's hard to care about what happened with Yunkai because it's same. It's she sacked the city once already. It's like this is like mm-hmm. same old, same mm-hmm. old kind of kind of kind of deal, right? And, and she also like the other thing. I, I'm in the middle of writing the review right now. It's going to be up later. But I, what I just wrote about is like she sacked the city through little to no effort of her own. Like oh, she, yeah. she she did nothing, and like just like when she took the other city or when when dario came over like she didn't really do anything she just is getting all these easy victories so <clears throat> it, it reminded me of what sir barristan said about her brother Rhaegar a couple episodes ago mm-hmm. that he just inspired loyalty in people so like she's not fighting the hard battles but she's inspiring loyalty in the right people well she's she didn't have to she doesn't have to get out there with a sword dan That's well no i know job. but like she's like i guess in the one she had her dragons do it so that was yeah. that was more her do that was her planning and stuff like that yeah it just seems like she's got had a lot of easy victories and easy conquests well it's yeah I mean, but you're not dealing with you're also not dealing with like people with actual armies you had you had an army of mercenaries essentially just, yeah, and like, what did she do? She just looked at the guy the right way, and he killed his other commanders to go yeah, to her so side. It's like she didn't, so it's like she hasn't really had to deal with anything <laughs> super. Like yeah. no one's no one's been prepared to deal with her except for this moment. There is the most prepared she's had to deal with. Yeah, a, t- a city with big walls. The and... other thing is like we don't really know much about this city at the moment. Uh, it's not like Astapor. She went into the city and freed the slaves. Like mm-hmm. she killed everybody and freed the slaves. Well, so she, she did the same thing here, didn't she? Essentially. Well, it's not clear what happened here. Well, no, they said she said that just like you said um, when we did oh, the, whatever. Oh, the slaves turned on them and whatever. Yeah. So like you you so she probably expanded her army a bit, but like yeah, where does she go from here? The other thing is they they've merged Yunkai with uh, another city, Marine. Like this story is is no like, no no. They talked about Marine, didn't they? They they mentioned it, but the story is taking place in Yunkai. Oh okay. Like so, those two cities have been merged for the story, anyways. Okay, so they, <laughs> she won't have to go, say in the book she sacks three cities. Are you yeah. Have to, okay. yeah. But <clears throat> there's no I reason could, for I, that. Like. We will see what happens or whatever, but like, yeah, where does she go from here? She really just moved a little bit further north along the Slaver's Bay. She's still really far away from Westeros, yeah, and sure. still has no ships. Well, I mean, there's I'm sure there's ships in either Yunkai or in Astapor. Yeah. So I mean, she if she could get ships. I think like, that's not like if she wanted now, she could just build ships. She's got enough people to to do that. So that's like, I don't think that's an issue. I think now we want to know. I think after this. Um, episode i want to know or this season at least is she going to finally come over and be more of a significant player in what's going on in westeros right now she feels separate because she is so separate we care about what's going on with her but at the same time what her actions have little to no effect on what's happening for the yeah, rest no, of the that's story true. i mean i don't want to tell you what happens after this season well but... obviously not but i'm just saying for as for me <clears throat> yeah where does if, she go from here yeah if at the end of the season she's still just wandering around the desert on the other side of well she's not in the desert anymore but you know what i mean yeah. she's just still wandering around sacking cities freeing slaves which is cool whatever but if that's still happening and that, that's disappointing to me because that's means she hasn't she hasn't really done much then she got her army yeah sure but then she's still just hanging out over that's there that's the other thing that that even like jorah was saying a few episodes ago, like she doesn't need to be going and sacking the city. She doesn't need to care about the slaves here. She needs to get to Westeros. Mm-hmm. She's wasting her time, well, like not wasting her time because she is like freeing slaves and being good and all that stuff. But like, she needs to be getting home and claiming her throne. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I have a question for you, which actually just has 
so we know Westeros, whatever, is the Seven Kingdoms, right? Yeah. And then we have um, across the narrow sea. What's that continent called? It's just called Essos. Essos. It's Westeros and Essos. Okay, so you have Westeros and Essos, and as Essos has the free cities, quote unquote, right? Yeah. No kings. Um, well, like yeah, each it's like city state kind of deal. Yeah. Has there ever been a time when Westeros and Essos were, quote unquote, ruled by the same people? Like I know. They had the Tar- Targaryens came from past Essos from there. Where did they? Come well, from? no, they came from Essos. They came from a place called Valyria, oh, okay. which is like a ruined part of Essos now. There's some cataclysmic event that happened that's called the Doom that nobody really knows what happened that destroyed Valyria. Okay. The Targaryens were just one family from Valyria. Okay. And they, they just had made it that far. Um, <clears throat> in terms of the free cities, the Valyrians, like the place where the Targaryens mm-hmm. were from, they had the biggest uh, empire in history of. Essos, so like they, the free cities are all kind of strongholds of that empire. Okay. As it stands right now, they are free cities. They are they're like Pentos and Mir and Lys. They're all their own things. But the Valyrians did expand their empire. They were, they were like the Romans of, of this. Okay. World. So they they had Essos, and then they went across and took Westeros. Even where Daenerys is now, Astapor, Yonkai, Marine, the people living there is a place. The whole area is called Gis, and they're called the Giscari, and they had a huge empire before the Valyrians. But the Valyrians with their dragons just they just yeah, you know, it was took no over deal. everything. Sure. Okay. But it was never, it was never um, like the the Valyrians, you know, they took over all that part of Essos, and the Targaryens were the family that went over to Dragonstone, and that was their first foothold into Westeros mm-hmm. for any Valyrian. So mm-hmm. no Valyrians had been there yet. So the Targaryens had Dragonstone, and that's why it's like made out of like carved dragons and everything like that. Mm-hmm. And that's how they moved into Westeros. But like, so they were there when the Doom happened to Valyria that killed pretty much everyone else. Okay. Oh, okay. so that's why the Targaryens were able to able to conquer Westeros and just completely take over there. Mm-hmm. So, because before that, there was seven separate kingdoms. There was like yeah. the North, and there was like uh, the the Reach, and a bunch of different places, right? Yeah, the Stormlands, the Westerlands, the Eyrie, the Riverlands, the and Dorne. We actually haven't seen yet, on at least yeah, on. Yeah, Dorne on. is the only one that hasn't, and the Eerie kind of like those two haven't really been. Oh, you're at the Eerie. You, for a you, you bit. know of the Eerie, but you have to understand like the Eerie is one of the kingdoms. Like they, they have a huge, powerful army, just like the North did, and and you know the Lannisters oh, do. Maybe not as they, big. Who are they? Um, who do they follow? Essentially, is what it, like are they with? They, they, they're their own kingdom. Like so. <clears throat> So the guy who died at the very beginning of the, the show, the guy who died, the very first scene they were putting the th- things on his eyes. Yeah. I don't know if it was the first scene, okay. but whatever. Now, the first scene of the first of the very first episode is the um, oh yeah, the, 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 the Night's the, Watch. The, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, but anyways, the guy who died, mm-hmm. the the hand of the king that Ned mm-hmm. replaced, um, he was the, what's called the Warden of the East, so his stronghold was the Eyrie, mm-hmm. and Catelyn's sister, Lysa, was his wife. Okay. You know, it's just, yeah, so she's she's the crazy there. one, right? Yeah, yeah. So they're still there. But, like, he's the Warden of the East, just like Ned Stark is the Warden of the North, mm-hmm. and Tywin Lannister is the Warden of the West. You know, like, they are the big powerhouses of those areas. So that, the Eyrie and everywhere around there is a, one of those big powerhouses that just hasn't been a part of the war. Same okay. with the Dornish in the South. And they're just, well, the Dornish, the Dornish even have an army? Or are they just kind of, they just kind of yeah. chill out oh, there? Yeah. No, no, they have their own, they're their own kingdom. And the Dornish, <clears throat> they're, um, they're very different from everybody else in, in Westeros. Out of the Seven Kingdoms, they're the only ones that weren't conquered through uh, through battle yeah, when they, they when Aegon came over. They just joined up, right? They joined. They they were conquered through marriage, like they were married in. Mm. Well, but, conquered, quote unquote. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like they were made part of. 
the seven kingdoms through a marriage, not through being, you know, destroyed mm-hmm. by dragons. And they make good wine, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, do we have anything else to touch on as far as this episode? No, I mean, like, it, it's. I'm just very excited to see how the, how it's all dealt with. I'm expecting, like, next episode, you, you're gonna we're gonna get a scene. I can just picture Tywin talking to Tyrion and Cersei about what happened, and like, you know, they they won the war. Okay, so I. That's another thing. Okay, so we'll talk about that for a second. So, you you don't get told explicitly, but they said, but you would understand that Tywin orchestrated this. Um, yeah. Well, so when the, when Bolton yeah. stabs Rob, he says the Lannister send the regards. Yeah. Um. But you get the okay. <laughs> I just imagine. Okay, this is another one of those things. It's like where, like, kind of like with the play that song when they close the door thing. Um, yeah. You know, all those letters that Tywin's writing, like, all the time when he's talking to people, <laughs> I just imagine all those things just say, okay, so we're going to do this. And then on one of those letters, it says, when they close the door, play this song. But <laughs> <laughs> well, that's true. Like, all those letters that he's writing the whole time, like, he has to be talking to Roose Bolton and Walder Frey about this. Like, they had to coordinate that. Mm-hmm. Through so, the the um, through the, the Raven telecommunication <laughs> service. <laughs> yeah. 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 So I'm expecting a, a scene like that. Um like the other thing, like if you look at the map of the way the war stands right now, where the northern, not just because their army's gone, but Bruce Bolton held Harrenhal, which is that linchpin right in the middle. Mm-hmm. It's also the largest and has a lot of feeding lands, whatever. And then Walder Frey has the twins, which is the only way to really cross the the rivers there. Like those are two strongholds. They're 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 two very valuable assets in the war, and like there is still technically a war because there are like the Brotherhood is still around and the Northmen are or the Ironborn are in the north and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So you have, but like the Lannisters are just in control right now. So they they control pretty much everything from the south all the way to everything south of Mokalen, everything south of the Northern Kingdom. Okay, uh, and North is kind of in shambles right now because we yeah. have um... <clears throat> the Ironborn are there, but there's also Northmen there, and the Ironborn haven't taken over. They've just like you know they've destroyed Winterfell. Yeah, well, so Winterfell's burning, and oh, well, it wasn't really the Ironborn that did that though, right? You don't well, know who did that. So it it was or it wasn't. Well, no, because like when, <laughs> when when Theon was captured there, yeah, they pretty much said that whoever was outside Winterfell said if if um, the Ironborn gave up Theon, they would let the, them walk free. Yeah, so that's what they did. So like, why was Winterfell burning after that? Well, that's yeah. So I've been wondering that for a while, and they yeah. haven't. They literally have not answered. I, okay, here's the thing: if they don't tell me what's going on with Theon next episode, <laughs> I quit. <laughs> I think I think you can probably safely assume that we'll get some closure, like not closure necessarily, but you'll get a few answers with that storyline. Well, I feel before like they've the been the hinting season. at it for a while now, at least. Like, uh, they, I mean, enough is enough. Like he's had a bunch of really gruesome torture scenes. We don't need to see him tortured in a new and creative way. We kind of need a few more answers as to why he's being tortured and who's torturing him. Yeah, and like where this all fits into the stories, right? Exactly. Um, is there any like performances that really stuck out to you as far as like acting wise in this episode? I mean, um, Rickon never really gets lines, and that was cool, like, whatever, but, like, wasn't <laughs> Catelyn was, yeah, yeah crazy. Kat, she, I feel like she she literally just reached the end of her rope. She literally went crazy by the end of the episode. Mm-hmm. But, I mean... Yeah, it was, it was, she was very, like, out of control and just, like, screaming and, like, not even making sense, really. Like, he obviously is not just going to get up and walk away with a bunch <laughs> of arrows stuck in him, you know? Exactly. Like, but, like, that's oh, that's where her mind is, is, just, like, get out of here, get to somewhere safe. Yeah, I mean, and then at the end, yeah, she just kills an innocent because of everything that's happened, and she just lets herself die. 
Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, the other thing in the books, I'll just mention, it's not really a big deal. But in the books, yeah, she goes crazy when this happens. And she slits that girl's throat. And then she says <clears throat> that she just felt like a bunch of like birds or whatever were scraping her face. And like then she died or whatever. But what, she just went like physically crazy and started scratching her own face and like you okay, know, yeah, tearing probably, the skin and up and probably like, didn't need to see that yeah That's... yeah it just like it just can't hammers in like like that was when she just clicked and was psycho and whatever all right well if you have nothing else um to talk about as far as this episode i think we can wrap it up um sure this week's intro music and outro music is by slightly musical which is the music uh, the youtube channel for albert chang he's done uh, he does orchestral covers he did the orchestral cover to obviously the game of thrones theme he also did one for um that song from the hobbit what's the what's that one called oh, the, the over the lonely mountain or whatever yeah yeah so he's in he's in uh, like he music school or something like that it's just really good music school. he's in music school he's in music school man i can't wait to go to doctor school <laughs> <laughs> and anyway it's, it's really good so we'll um enjoy that um we will talk to you guys next week about episode 10 do you know what it's called dan it's called misha misha okay it's, it's not an english word nobody really knows what that means okay and uh and then i maybe we'll Maybe we'll be back the week after that with a recap of the whole season. So we'll see. We we'll do see. like a season review. But yeah, next episode is the season finale. Okay. So until then, uh, we'll see you guys next time. See ya.